Welcome to the Holding Hands at Throwing Fist Podcast. I got the mic. And I have the opinions. Welcome to season four, episode 13. Lucky number 13. Love that number. All right. Love that bar. We have good memories at Lucky yeah. 13. Oh, yeah. Um, Wait, what, what was it called? What? We just drove by and saw the new name. Of what? Lucky 13s. I have no... Isn't it a laundromat? <laughs> no, it's a bar. We just drove by. I think we were driving to Prospect Park. This is bad radio. I I just am always shocked when I remember something and you are looking at me like you have no idea what I'm talking about. Did all of this happen in my head or not? Yeah. Out loud? <laughs> yeah, 100%. It definitely happened out loud. All right. Let's get into last week. Let's. Last week was the first Bellator live event on Showtime. How exciting. You know that we've been on Thanks fucking Thanks for fucking Bellator's nothing. Ass. Really? None of you? None of you have an account. Yeah, the silence is deafening. Yeah. We'll remember this. <laughs> so now I mean, you- maybe George won't actually, based on what just happened. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, okay. Let's talk about memories to the people. And then Let's- that's on our relationship podcast. Remember a couple episodes oh, yeah. ago? <laughs> <laughs> I know. We have After to that. After that fucking saturated garbage market. <laughs> we have to. Um all right, so it was Bellator 255. It was the first time that it was on Showtime. It's a, it was a big deal. The production value was really good. It was cool. And shocking news, I stayed awake the entire night. I saw every single fight, and you passed out. Like, beyond shocking. Yeah, it was crazy. <laughs> it, was, it was really crazy. It felt really nice. Yeah, it's powerful. It right? felt not, I didn't fall asleep on the couch though. I willingly like, <laughs> went to bed, but it was really nice when George came into bed to say like who won and just get an answer. Yeah, it's pretty nice. It right? was pretty nice. Um, I can't even like remember anything anymore because we've been in the house for over a year for the most part, but it's finally sunny while we're recording and it's like warm and it's like pretty fucking nice. So it's- I'm like, I don't remember what really happened Saturday outside of what's in the notes. <laughs> I know. Yeah. Well, tell them who went, won the main fight because it was the semifinals for the featherweight Grand Prix. That's right. So... Pitbull, Patricio Pitbull won. He's the champion, so he is in the finals now, defending his championship against your favorite Bellator fighter, AJ McKee. Homegrown, that he's a holding hands and throwing fist veteran because we told you about him all the way back in season one because he fought on the same card with his dad. Mm-hmm. So. Patricio Pitbull, he's been around, veteran, champion, arguably the pound-for-pound MMA greatest fighter in the world right now. Maybe, 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 maybe. Who knows? Some people could make that argument. I'm not going to make that argument, but he's (laughs) fighting AJ McGree, (laughs) McKee, who is the Bellator homegrown talent. Uh, second generation fighter. So yeah, they're that's pushing for him. It's they allowed awesome. him to be one of the commentators. They had a little face off after the fight that yeah. I didn't watch, which was cool. Like it's going to be good. Um, to backtrack briefly, I don't know that AJ McKee is my favorite fighter, but I <laughs> certainly support him. And cool. I, th- I just heard this morning that they're potentially thinking of June for that fight. 
So Ooh. that that could be something to look forward to. If we get our vaccine passports and they up in Mohegan Sun, we doing a road trip. Hold Team hands Moderna. Team Moderna forever. No, no, you no, hear no, me, Raymond? No, 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 <laughs> me and you. Raymond's not listening. <laughs> That's you know all right, that. but he's still on my team. <laughs> um, As I fucking see the Frisbee sitting over there. Yeah, garbage. He's like sort of on my team, sort of not. Sort of not. Um, Pitbull won via like dominating fashion and guillotined them. And you know, I love a good guillotine. So I just wanted to shout that out. And there was no UFC last week. So yeah, that's really all that happened. It was kind of nice. It was kind of nice not to have the UFC last week. But then this card is coming back hot for just like a regular old fight night. It was sort of a bummer because Darren Till had to pull out of the main event because he broke his collarbone. Oh, no. That's awful. Yeah. So it's like not just like a, oh, they'll rebook him with someone. Yeah. Like, ugh, pretty, pretty big bummer. But yeah, that's at least it still doesn't even matter. The rest of the card is fire so the prelims first of all i mean i i like wish there was a tally this will be part of the question when we have um like a game show to find out who our biggest fan is the question will one question will say how many times did anna say you have to watch this card everyone you have to watch this card. All of them. Is it <laughs> that good? I, I'm, I have no idea what's going not on. Not just because it's that good. That's part of it. But because it's on ESPN. The prelims are on ESPN at noon. And you can watch Jim Miller versus Joe Selecki and Hunter Zers on the card. And there's a bunch of other fights that I'm sure will be fun on ESPN. And then the main card is on ABC. Like legit no reason not to. 3 p.m. on ABC day drink the spring weather is here i just i don't see how you could not watch we have a lot of listeners who are dirty cord cutters oh true (laughs) figure it out 3 p.m on the main card we have mike perry who is just always a fun guy to watch and is kind of crazy nina answer off Amanda Nunez's wife, who we were just speaking about a couple episodes ago. She gave birth within this past year, and she about yeah. to fight. And she's fighting Mackenzie Dern, who <gasps> recently... I didn't know that. Uh, well, who had given birth and has had a couple of fights since that. She so, came back, like, soon, too, because I remember that was a thing. She came back even sooner than yeah. Nina. Like, she this came back, is, like, two, three months in, and was yeah. like, Grr. This should be a great fight. CM Alvey is on the card, who just has a beautiful smile. Kyle Dawkins is on the card, and I forget why we know his name, but I thought it was necessary to include Greekish, it. sure. Sure. Um, then the co-main is Arnold Allen versus Sadiq Youssef. Arnold Allen has won his last nine fights, and he's undefeated in the UFC, and they talked about him a lot on the bash. And Sadiq Youssef has won his last six fights, and he's undefeated in the UFC. I like Sadiq. You do like Sadiq. This is like has to be an exciting fight. I was like, oh, who am I going to root for? But Sadiq has the same birthday as Blue, so now I'm rooting for Sadiq. All right, way to go! And then Marvin Vittori was supposed to fight Darren Till, like I said, but wouldn't you know it, Kevin Holland steps. Yeah. This is really big, friends. If we're your only news source for Kevin Holland news, we took a big left turn 
with how we reacted to him talking to Habib outside the cage and just getting wrestle fucked by Derek Brunson, we thought it was like really fun to watch and interesting. Literally every other news source, every other MMA person thought it showed disrespect to the sport. It showed he wasn't serious. He didn't try hard enough. If he had that energy for all that talking, why didn't he try to do anything? So in other people's eyes, he should come back and like redeem himself. Not for losing. Losing is fine. But like talking so much, I suppose. Um, I'm just glad he's back again. Way to go, Kevin. You know what? The MMA media could suck it, okay? Uh, MMA Twitter, take a seat right now. I'm going to go <laughs> to the real MMA media journalists right now and fucking give them a stern finger pointing. <laughs> what a bunch of dorks, bro. Like, for real. No, Kevin Hound would not be fighting and would not be getting these fights if he didn't do that. And I'm, uh, if he didn't have, like, this character... excuse me and I think he should double down I think he should fucking pay for Khabib to fucking actually be in his corner (laughs) I think it wasn't just that it just it was that was the huge part you're on my side I am on your side fuck them all fuck them all top three top three All right, we're gonna, I'm going to start off the top three. Uh, I really want to thank our correspondents. They've really been feeding us information. And as always, send anything you got that you want to talk about uh, via text message, uh, letters to our apartment, or <laughs> just hit us up on Instagram and or Twitter. Yeah. Uh, Long Island correspondent Patrick Grady sent us something uh, late at night, which means after 7.30 p.m., <laughs> And uh, we didn't see it until the morning. And then as I was opening up my eyes and getting my early morning light to make sure that my circadian rhythm is linked perfectly. And I opened up my phone just to get a little extra blast of blue light to get myself out of bed. The first thing I saw (laughs) was Patrick Grady sending me an article with a guy who lost a finger in an MMA match. This guy's name, I got to shout out his name because it's like legit. Uh, his finger. Ketag Pilev. Um, so he's from there and he uh, lost his finger. In a, was it Cage Warriors? Yeah. Ugh, it literally got severed off and I think they found it. I, I really didn't do that much digging because I couldn't. I did not. <laughs> I saw the headline. I did not open the article i don't want to see a picture yeah don't want to see a video george accidentally opened it it seemed like after patrick grady's article i saw it on twitter i was just scrolling on twitter and and then there was just a picture of it then his reaction i'm just not interested but then um today i listened to him briefly on an interview to say everyone he is fine what happened was like really just strange his opponent was like grabbing his glove and the way he grabbed his glove interfered with this guy's finger being like pushed in an awkward way so his finger was not totally severed but it was it was in the glove if because uh, it was in uh, the glove the skin uh, was keeping it connected so it was never totally severed uh, 
he was trying to hide it so that he could keep fighting but the doctor saw it and they called it off he went to the emergency room right away and the doctor was able to sew it back on no probs dude uh, that's crazy. I, that's crazy. If you guys know, my left pinky got dislocated doing jujitsu a couple of years ago, and it was awful. <laughs> <laughs> like this uh, man, is- this guy's got it rough. But I always think that how does this not happen more often? And that just I- like freak. Accident. With fingers too, yeah. specifically, because yeah. it's just a little part of the digit that's not covered. Yeah. So it's a little, you know, I hope you're listening to this right now and looking at your fingers and saying thank you because <laughs> you have a little boo boo on your finger and, and all of a sudden your whole life changes. You don't even know. I know. Um, also, I don't even want a paper cut. <laughs> <laughs> we're talking about boo boos, which this would be, a, this could be a new segment MMA boo boos. <laughs> um, my boy Naaman Gracie fought over the weekend and he unfortunately <laughs> lost the fight. Uh, it was just a weird fight. of you to fight. leave out all the results of the card you watched. Yeah, well, you know. That's suspect. Yeah, well, I made the notes this week, so. <clears throat> um, but Naaman basically tried a half-guard sweep where he was on bottom, and the guy who was on top, he tried to roll him over. The guy couldn't base out, and he didn't want to relinquish the sweep, I guess, so that he would end up on bottom. His face scraped up against the fence. <gasps> And then the whole fight, like, he couldn't really see. And while Naaman took his back and was hitting him, he was talking. He's like, I can't see, man. <laughs> it his was fucking eyelid, so weird. His eyelid got scraped, it. yeah, against <sighs> a chain link fence. So, uh, yeah, this is a pretty gnarly week for MMA Boo Stay safe out there, everybody. <laughs> Let's go to number two in our top three. Very different top three than I would have probably done in my notes. But this is interesting. We didn't just have something come in from our Long Island correspondent this weekend. We also had our Queens correspondent, Andreas, send in this very specific message. I like this because it shows he was listening to us and he wants more. You might remember this correspondent's daughter sent us Dustin's hot sauce. Oh, yeah. So, it so makes she's sense. invested. Yeah, they're all invested in that family. So um, Andreas asks us, I remember you guys talking about it being dumb if Poirier fought Connor again. What do you guys think now? What do you think? I um I don't I don't think it's a good fight for Connor. I'll tell you that. <laughs> well. I think I think Dustin I think Dustin wins again. Uh and I mean see I was I paused because I was waiting for you to finish the rest of the correspondence quote, but I guess you cherry picked whatever part you thought was most important. But. Well, I would like us to share our opinions before we shared his. Well, he said it figure this would easily be his biggest payday, which is probably why he agreed to it. And I agree. I think for Dustin it makes sense, right? Because it was pretty clear that he wasn't gonna get the title shot and everybody kind of already treats him as the champion and he was an interim champion. So let him go be Connor, let him make a bunch of money and let him go face the winner of of the Bronx and your boy Chandler. <laughs> yeah, that's fair, Andreas. I don't personally love. Like, I'm not excited to see it. Yeah, but of course I'm going to be excited to see it. I was like the even more adamant, I believe, than George, saying it would be like the dumbest thing ever. As a fight, I think it is the dumbest thing ever. Like at this point, I don't even want to see Connor fight anyone, <laughs> and I want Dustin to fight like someone who's worthy of him. Mm-hmm. 
However, exactly what you said. Um, if Poirier is going to make a ton of money and he gets to make a ton more money, I will never hate on him for choosing to do that. That's brilliant. Go for it. You're never going to make this much money again because there's no other Conor McGregor. Mm-hmm. So there's only one. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So I'm okay with it. Um, and when when are they slating that for July? Yeah, I think like it's the big July. Yeah, week. international. All fight right. Week. Good old IFW. We'll be watching. All right, so we got a new good guy alert this week. Wee-oo, uh, wee-oo. Yeah. Um. So Chris Gonzalez fought MMA veteran Roger Huerta and beat him pretty soundly. And here's what you need to know: uh, Chris Gonzalez. Just FYI, I was awake for this. Yeah, it was early on. Um, so this weekend was Olympic trials for USA Wrestling. You know that we're big Olympics fans, the two of us. And actually, we're going to... The Holding Hands of Throwing Fist is going to be all about the Olympics in a couple of months when it actually comes up. We're going to recap the Olympics for sure. And we're going to share our drinking games with you uh, and our strategies for enjoying the Olympics to maximum uh, ability. That's great. Um so Chris was part of the 2016 Olympic team for Greco-Roman wrestling, and he made the decision when he came back uh, from Rio to switch to MMA. So he gave a really nice shout out afterwards to the wrestling community, which I love because it's just so cool. And he gave a great performance on Bellator's first showtime. So it's a big deal. He shouted out his old community. He beat a legend in Roger Huerta and... Uh, uh, a veteran, I guess. Maybe not legend, but whatever. Yeah. I don't know. I, I, so then, this is what I wanted to tell the people, too, since we're going to say it's good, it's good to know. <laughs> uh, Roger Huerta is a vet. Uh, I saw Roger Huerta versus Clay Guida live in your bedroom in 2007 when you were asleep, <laughs> and it was one of the most exciting fights ever. How so do I, you remember that? Because I remember. <laughs> it was like I was still relatively new to like following MMA. Like this is freaking what it was 2007 fifth fi- almost 15 years ago 14 years ago that's crazy oh god <laughs> uh so yeah i would recommend anyone watch clay guida versus roger corta and i probably need to rewatch it to also make sure that it's as exciting as i, I remember know. but i've seen it a couple times since then and, and i think every time i'm like damn this gets crazier and cra- crazier roger corta also famously knocked a guy out who hit a he hit a girl outside of a club there was like this outside club some brawl situation guy. some random guy hits a girl the vi- video is recording uh Roger basically approach him. A car drives by, so you can't see what happens. And when the car drives away in a split second, the guy's on the floor, and, and Roger Cortez's friends is literally fucking like pulling him. Away. <laughs> That's funny. Uh, so he gave, um, he gave, he gave it to someone who deserved it. And then, last but not least, Roger tapped to strikes, which is really rare. But when you're getting, when you're just beat, and you've been getting beat, and your corner doesn't throw in the towel. You, you could tap to strikes, and people don't know that. And because Holding Hands and Throwing Fists is the most progressive mixed martial arts podcast where we want people to throw in the towels because we care about fighter safety, we also want the stigma around tapping the strikes to disappear because when you know it's over, it's over, and you got to protect what little bit you got left. Penem today, <laughs> Penem tomorrow, <laughs> Penem forever. That's right, babe. <laughs> All right, are we going to skip over our reading tweets? I mean, uh, I don't know that first one there, but I do 
I just like talking about Jan Blahovich. You you know oh. he just retained his belt. What? Continue. I'll tell. Okay. I'll, I won't forget this. Okay. Um, and. He literally has only nice things to say about everyone. But after Francis Ngannou's big win, obviously people are talking about Francis to Jan. And he said, um, if they if they will make a fight like this, I will accept it. No problem. And then they asked, well, but what about Francis Ngannou's power? Like, it's it's a lot of power he's like amazing you know amazing power this guy got he has great power but nobody has power like legendary polish powers all right power so powers is a good word and a good irish whiskey um yeah (laughs) so we got a couple last minute things that i'm gonna start rambling about this is what i uh remember before uh so I tried something different this week, and I was posting clips that I edited on the oh fly <laughs> from Bellator, and someone in Russia reported us for copyright infringement, and we're locked out of our uh, holding it. Wait, are we Instagram. locked out of it? That's what it says for the, until until uh, tomorrow, till April 7th. We're locked yeah, yeah. up. <laughs> Won't let us out. <laughs> so that's also probably why this top three was just all over the place because I had a lot of notes that I saved fuck in Instagram. Fuck them. Yeah. Are you serious? You, you, copyright this. Bitch. And now uh, put your computer down and mic down. You come over and you can use my mic unless you want to carry your mic because I'm gonna give. Gonna, we're gonna get a live reaction right now. How much time have we gone in here? We're a minute and 40 over. You seem to be motherfucking around a bit. Okay. This so, better be good. I don't know if it's this Saturday or next Saturday when it actually officially goes into effect, but they just oh, released pictures. <gasps> Reebok is no longer the official uh, apparel sponsor of the UFC. It is now Venom with a U. Did you, did you look it up? Did you already see it? I haven't. I'm so nervous. Let's see. All right. This is that. This is the fight kits. Okay. It so, looks pretty much the exact same to me as Reebok looked. Just a little worse. Not worse. They got the Venom. Like the little. Uh, things. The names are down the middle of the back as opposed to off to one side. I, I like the I asymmetry. See full names on some, but Shevchenko only had one uh, only her last name mm. so i'm wondering if that's a choice valentino's too long to put and the shorts have a little more detail like some stripe action as opposed to just a name i can't tell right now if their names are on the shorts i don't know i don't know how i feel i don't uh, you I know i like this it looks pair. clean it looks clean i guess how much can you do and like the ufc obviously wants ufc front and center yeah regardless so that For just sure. looks the exact same i have mixed feelings about the uh the logo of venom yeah it's like yeah, like snakes or so at least it's fucking smaller yeah it know. is smaller I like it. Yeah. I'll, I will be happy to see it in person. So when are we going to first see it like on Fighters coming out? Uh, I think April 17th, whatever whatever card. That's what I remember. Yeah, April 17th. So not this week, next week. So this is your last week uh, to watch some Reebok, all right? All right. Ooh. All right. 
This episode <laughs> is brought to you by Poppy. Welcome to the family. 